This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you there on the site for free. Unlike a lot of the other talk shows in the business, Free Talk Live's website is free. You can enjoy it and not have to pay a dime in any kind of subscription fee to grab archives and get interactive in various different ways with uh, other listeners of the show, etc. In fact, the main feature of the site actually allows you to even control the content of the site and uh, specifically what's on the front page there. There are different items on the front page that have all been put there by listeners like you. When you find something online that you think is interesting, you think our listeners might enjoy, you just submit it as show prep to the website. And then others can vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote as well. And the most voted up make it to the front page in the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Dale is normally with us on Monday nights. He is out due to attend his attending what he, I think is called the Gay Laxicon, apparently well, okay. <laughs> something over the, the weekend. Like Galaxicon? Hmm? Galaxicon? I it's believe a, it's called. It's a gay science fiction, con, uh, science fiction convention. Yeah, that's what it is. He pro- I, I think he pronounced it Gay Laxicon, but I, I could have been mistaken it's on a that. play on words. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, he went to a gay sci-fi convention, and uh, I think he had a blast there. Awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll be hearing back from him, I'm sure, in a little while. Uh, but 800-259-9231 is our number here, so make thanks for coming in uh, no to, tonight. So we'll talk to you about anything. That is the point of the program news to, I don't know if compliment is the right word. I suppose it is, but it's not positive news. It complements some of the news that we discussed this weekend uh, in that it is kind of of the same theme. Mark, you may recall talking about uh, the story out of Indiana where the Supreme Court of Indiana made a decision about your, well, inability now, according to the government, to resist in any way, shape, or form a government illegal search. An illegal police search. Uh, of your there, home. Yeah, that there is no protection under the Constitution uh, for, someone to, for someone to resist, I guess, in any way, uh, the police doing even an illegal search. That, uh, you know, essentially the idea is, is, don't worry, citizen, we will take care of the police. If they, if they do break the law, and it happens very rarely, mm-hmm. then we'll take care of the punishment for these guys. You just go ahead and, uh, you know, do whatever you have to do. Right. And so that was an Indiana Supreme Court case. Obviously, bad news uh, oh, yeah. for freedom because it essentially gives the police carte blanche to, um, you know, do whatever kind of illegal searches they want to. And, well, you can't really do anything about it. I don't think anything's really changed with this ruling. I, I feel like this is this has been the practical application for my whole life of the Fourth Amendment in sort of modern American society. Yeah, it's just, you know, do now and apologize later. Now it's codified. Now yeah, the, now it's you don't even have to apologize later. The, well, I, I well, think that's that, true, and they never did apologize. No. The suggestion is is that they will take care of uh, whatever disciplinary action that they need to take care of on their police, and you know, maybe one out of a thousand times they'll do that. I don't know. It's I'm just I'm just making taking a poke at this, but 
you could never, I mean, never resist a police officer, uh, you know, in the, the, you know, doing of his uh, whatever, whether it's legal or illegal or yeah. whatever. I mean, try to imagine for a They'll second kill you. I mean, trying yeah. to get a give a parking ticket to a police officer um, who has parked illegally. And this happens all the time. You see it. They just ignore you. If they walk right. away from you, <laughs> you pull out a taser, you tase them. Yeah. My God, how much prison time will you get from that? That's exactly what they would do to you precisely and then their police uh, department would write it off as if nothing's happened but i don't think anything's truly changed okay, here it's I, just good rhetorical stuff i i agree with you mark well good as in we can talk about it but I, I agree with you obviously this is the way they've been behaving but yet it has now been codified and this is how they do things right they they violate their own rules flagrantly in your face just do whatever it is they want to do And then whether it's the local cops or we're talking about the feds, they down the line justify and vindicate themselves from any kind of uh, any kind of punishment or internal, you know, issue that they may have should you would think that they would have by doing the things that they do. They pass laws and retroactively grandfather themselves in and give them the the whatever legal remedy that they need to avoid any kind of uh, lawsuit or any kind of responsibility. You know Just based on my own experience, I don't think they actually do those investigations at all because when I went through my big TSA ordeal, I remember one newscast said that um, – like the local police up here in Manchester looked at McLean's case and everybody uh, worked by the book. My last name is not legally McLean, mm-hmm. and it was never told to anybody at that airport when it occurred. It right. was not so on that, my plane ticket. So that means the news came to the uh, police and yeah. said, have you looked into Meg McLean's case from the airport? Oh, yes, of course, Meg McLean. We right. saw that and we're looking into it. Because the Manchester police would investigate something that went on in Miami? Oh, yeah, apparently so. They have no jurisdiction. (laughs) Why would they do that? So they said everybody acted uh, professionally in McLean's case. Well, there was no McLean case out there. So, you know, they just don't even bother anymore. They just say it. Good observation. uh, Another point to be made here is that, you know, looking at my Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment says that uh, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That means I have the right to own weapons. And then it says in the Fourth Amendment that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers and effects. Uh, against unreasonable searches and seizures. Now, if I am a person um, in the right to be secure in my house, then shouldn't I be able to use force of arms to protect it? Now, I don't. I'm not saying that I think that it's a, a wise idea to use a force of arms to protect your house against unreasonable searches and seizures. Yeah, you'll be dead quick. I'm just saying that this is what the Bill of Rights says to me. Yeah, in theory, at least that's the, why the Second Amendment exists, etc. So here's the news. This is the complementary news to what we were just talking about. Now, this one is the Supreme Court of Washington, D.C. This is the National Supreme Court that made this decision. According to the Associated Press, today they ruled against a Kentucky man who was arrested after police burst into his apartment without a search warrant because they smelled marijuana and feared he was trying to get rid of incriminating evidence. Voting 8-1 to one for the police state, the justices reversed a Kentucky Supreme Court ruling. The Kentucky Supreme Court had thrown out the evidence that was gathered when the officers entered Hollis King's apartment. The court said that there was no violation of King's constitutional rights because the police had acted reasonably. Reasonably. That's always reasonably. what they say, professionally or reasonably. 
Well, it's right there in the Fourth Amendment. I mean, it says here that uh, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And what have I said on this program before in the past? That's their word. That's the wedge word. That's the one where they can just put – that's the loophole word where they can just say, oh, well, of course well, it's reasonable. I mean, we did it. Well, yeah. I, I, so so um, I, I don't know about this one. I think that it is reasonable. To think, bust into someone's home because you say you smell pot and you think he's flushing it down the toilet? It's reasonable because he had a badge on. Um, it's reasonable because you believe a crime is being committed. Now, I'm not saying it should be a crime, Ian. I don't think it should be a crime. And if they wanted to bust in and use this, I mean, would you say that it's reasonable to bust in somebody's house if you, say, look through the window, you see somebody getting beaten up and you hear cries for help? That would be a completely different situation. I'm just asking you. Is that yes or no? That may be okay. So they're relying on their senses to see that a crime is being committed, and then they're going to act upon that. All I'm saying is these cops are relying on their senses to believe that a crime is being committed, and they're going to act upon it. Supreme Court's decision. So they could. uh, I I can't see how they could have ruled any other way. Uh, Right to privacy. Uh, There's no evidence that the smell was coming from there. Or well, okay. So they they believe that the smell is coming from there. I mean, so if you if a cop hears a cry for help, they believe. They could go into a particular apartment. They bust into the wrong apartment. They've made a mistake, and they should, you know, the department should have to pay for the door. The cop should have to pay for the door, or whatever. But that's really well, that doesn't happen. And a cop could say anytime they want. I thought I heard somebody crying for help. Right, I mean, and the they cop can say, can say anytime, anytime they want. They want bust I into think a door. I smell marijuana. They can say that too. So I'm just saying that if they can't say, you, are you saying I you smell, support this? I if they can't, I'm only saying I can't understand how they could rule any other way in these circumstances. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want. We'll give you some of the men in robes, what they had to say here in a moment on this case, some of the details as well. Uh, You can take control here, 800-259-9231, Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Features on the site include the bulletin board system, Get Interactive, with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Of course, like the rest of our website, it is completely free. And are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of the banks charging you endless fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency and is gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation 
forever. You can use bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value will only grow with time. You can learn more over at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. Our number here, 800-259-9231. And now you can see the Bitcoin logo up at the top right of the Free Talk Live website to make it easy for you to, if you would like, contribute a little bit of uh, Bitcoinage to the show. You can do that over at freetalklive.com. Just look up in the top right for the Bitcoin logo as we continue here with a story before we get to your calls about uh, an update from the Supreme Court. This is yet another usurpation of your right to privacy. And I don't think it's so much a usurpation as it's just a more open defining that, yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, yeah. They're they're <laughs> now telling you to your face that we're going to just bust in your house whenever we damn well please. And get and, away with it. Right. And it'll be A-OK. So the news is that the court, the Supreme Court, has ruled eight to one, saying that it's entirely reasonable for the police to believe they smell marijuana coming from your door uh, they at that point can knock, and if they believe that they hear you doing something to dispose of the marijuana, that they can just bust right in. And that's what they did in this uh, in this particular case. We'll give you some of the details on that here in a moment. Now, Mark, you're not defending what the court did, although it almost came off as though you were. You're saying you can you can't understand how they would have ruled otherwise, considering that this is a police state. Well, I can't understand how they would do otherwise, considering that marijuana is illegal. So it's well, a crime. Considering that that you know the idea behind the police being able to enter your home, this castle, the idea that this is your home, your castle, you're supposed to be secure in your persons and effects, etc., uh, was that it was only to be violated in the most extreme exigent circumstances. It doesn't say that. It doesn't. No, not in the Constitution, but that was what you know the original uh, concept was uh, behind when the police. Whatever could you enter write a your, contract, your you need home. to you need to have the, uh, the the terms of the contract clearly written in it. Okay, I understand you, you're making excuses for. I'm them, not making excuses. I'm I'm trying to you know I mean this is the clearly worded. But doesn't thing. it make sense that the police, if they're going to bust into your home, should only do it in the most exigent of circumstances? In that there's some sort of violent threat, there's someone being harmed, etc. I mean that's how things were that's the way things were and now they're moving the ball forward for more of an more intrusiveness more oppression and even uh i think it was ginsburg here yeah she oh, was, hey, she hold was, on a second um before you go on so i, I don't know what uh, car theft is on the uh, ranks of of uh you know crimes but if a cop believes that he that uh, somebody has stolen your car and that it is in the garage of somebody else you don't have a problem with that cop going in and you know investigating yes i do yeah. absolutely i do i have a I, people have a right to privacy or at least that was the idea mark don't you have a problem with that Shouldn't they get a damn warrant first or do some investigation first? I mean, well, basically, this, case, this is jumping over the entire idea of and – and we all know that the judges are a bunch of rubber stamps anyway. But conceptually, the idea was that the, the cops would have to present a case to somebody and then they would be approved to then get a warrant and then proceed with some kind of an investigation. So my, uh, my example stunk and uh, the previous example still stands. These cops believe that a crime was being committed because it's marijuana. Um, it could be anywhere from a misdemeanor on a – up to a felony, but depending on where court, you are. Even the aid, one of the agents on the court understands that there are one. differences between crimes. I mean, you don't side with the the aid no, that voted I'm for telling this, right? You, I, I, so, I'm telling you, I don't understand how they could vote differently. I'm explaining to you how they could vote differently. If they valued the right to privacy, if they valued the idea that some crimes are more 
uh, I don't know, dangerous and important than other crimes. Like there's a scale of criminal activity. If they value, had values for that, then they could have said, you know, oh yeah, the Kentucky Supreme Court was absolutely right when they said that the, all this evidence should be thrown out because this is a bunch of crap. What yeah, these I, cops I think, did. Uh- the reasonable should only account for, you know, somebody is in imminent danger. I agree. And the only, you know, person there to save them is the cop. The only reason police should bust through a door is in order to save somebody who is in imminent danger, is my opinion. However, yeah. the laws of the land have grown to the point that possessing a certain amount of marijuana is equal to... In time and uh, threat of violence from the state to possessing uh, or, or to harming somebody. You could rape a baby and uh, get less time than you could by possessing a certain amount of marijuana. I get what you're saying. Clearly, you're taking this, you know, the status position. I am not, not taking the not because status you agree position. With it. Not because you agree with it, but that's you're, you're defending as though you were the eight people here. You're no, explaining them. I'm so telling you, them. I don't see how somebody operating how. under the rules as they exist today could make a decision otherwise. The, the, the rules are still the same. Here in New Hampshire, there's, I think, at the 18th Amendment to the Bill of Rights, which states that the punishment should be equal to the crime and clearly uh-huh. the, the punishment in the marijuana cases is is inappropriate i agree wrong. i think uh pretty much the punishment in all crimes are way exacerbated here now. so here's what ginsburg had to say as the lone dissenter in the case she said her colleagues were giving police an easy way to routinely avoid getting warrants in drug cases she said police officers may now knock, listen, then break the door down. Never mind that they had ample time to obtain a warrant, she said. It's not like the warrants matter anyway. They're all rubber stamps from the judges. Right. But in theory, Mark, I mean, it, I, th- that's it makes the thing. Sense. That's all we're talking about here is theory. In practical application, this is how it works. You live in a police state. You can cry about it, but I mean, that this, this ruling is meaningless. Well, it means something to me because it's uh, it's them validating what it is that they've done. It's them sticking their their nose up at the idea of the right to privacy. It's them sticking their nose up at the idea of that the right that the, that there's any kind of procedure involved in searching somebody's home. Here. Well, I think the bigger issue for me is by them saying it, so many you know good flag waving Americans out there are going to agree with it and going to look down on me for not agreeing with it. We'll give you some more of the details here in a moment, but let's talk to Chris listening in Indiana. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hey. Chris, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, I was just calling to uh, talk to you about uh, absolutes, and it seems to me like Ian is completely, absolutely opposed to violence. Is this true? Um, I'm, I'm I'm accepting a violence in defense of one's I don't think life. Vi- I think that uh, the, the the definition of violence is kind of slippery as to whether or not it even is uh, can be used in defense. That violence may may by its definition only be an offensive force. Well, oh, I don't know about that. I'd, I'm we'll just saying I've read a, a couple of definitions, and that's what I've I've seen that in there. Well, okay. Well, we'll come back and talk more about it if you want. Stick with us, Chris. I'd like to hear your thoughts at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll give you more details also on the case here as to what uh, the Supreme Court was deciding on. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. 
I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources and a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. SACL, CAI, toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Meg joining us courtesy of Liberty Flare. What is Liberty Flare? Uh, Right now, just one-inch buttons that have uh, Liberty phrases, designs, and I just redid the website, so go check that really? out. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to do that. And, I heard um, you got uh, a new flair for George yeah, Mandrick Skouras. That'll be coming out at Porkfest. I got a big order of those coming in, so I will have those available starting at Porkfest and then after Porkfest. On. As in the George Mandrick that is famous for his baklava that he sells oh, yes. on the internet at mandrick.com m-a-n-d-r-i-k there's yeah. no c in mandrick that's correct so you're always coming out with new designs mm-hmm. over time and designs in many cases that actually when you buy the little these little buttons they actually benefit the organization that's yep. being promoted there oh well. yeah we give uh well uh no company yet or group has come to their 25 dollar payout yet but <laughs> <laughs> every time they do i'll give them the 25 dollars from 50 percent of their sales well it's because the buttons are so cheap yeah. i mean they're they're just they're very low cost and i don't know how you can make money on these things that but you manage to <laughs> you do and they're great they look great too so go to libertyflare.com you can get uh, some, some of what meg's up to there at libertyflare.com and uh, you also do graphic design and video work yep. so i know you're accepting jobs uh, on that but they're you're pretty busy yeah i'm, so. I'm pretty busy till pork fest but uh hopefully i'll be able to get a few more things in there so just keep contacting me and i'm sure i'll Get yes. back with you. So don't get, don't hesitate to get in touch with Meg if you need any of that stuff done. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, and miniature golf, and a whole bunch more to do. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but it's probably a good idea to reserve your berth now. The ship has been in and out of yellow status. I couldn't tell you where it's at right now, meaning that... They're getting close on rooms. Uh, you can go check the website at cruise.freetalklive.com. The, uh, the the cost of the rooms changes on a regular basis. By changes, I mean it generally continues to move in an upward fashion. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, let's go back to Chris listening in Indiana. Chris, you're back on Free Talk Live. So you uh, had a question about uh, my particular beliefs on the use of violence. Yes. And you were wondering if I was opposed to it in, in all circumstances? Yeah, like it's, and well, I've uh, heard you say like if someone breaks into your home, you know, you shoot them or whatever. But 
you know. Well, I don't know if I would shoot somebody if they broke into my home. Uh, I think that's that's probably a little bit extreme. I think they might be asked to leave uh, before any violence uh, was wrought upon them. Right. Uh, but yeah, I generally, I generally think that violence is not the solution. I'm not quite a pacifist in that I do have an AK-47. Uh, I don't know the whole. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Do you thinking that a tool that sh- uh, that uh, you know fires a projectile out of its uh, barrel makes it so that you believe in violence? It makes me feel a little uncomfortable owning an AK-47. I don't understand what yeah, the correlation does. is between those two things. That tool is designed primarily for I don't killing. believe in hitting people in the head with uh, hammers either, but I have several hammers. I see what you're saying, Mark, uh, but that tool was designed primarily for killing. Indeed. There are all kinds of things that run around this world. Do you eat meat? I do. Yeah. Okay. But I don't hunt. Uh, well, <laughs> you may need to do that at some point. Do you keep the AK? Do you keep the AK-47 because you use it or because you might need to use it? Because I might need to use it. There you go. You might. There might be a circumstance in the future, especially with the because way the I'm not United States government is spending its money, that you need to hunt your own food, my friend. I'll probably end up dying in that case. Yeah, probably not. There's, there's not, not a lot, a lot of, of buffalo roaming around right, here anymore. Not so. a lot of moose. I mean, I remember when we moved there's a lot here, of deer. there was a moose that was walking through the streets in Keene, but there's like 20,000 people here, so odds are good the better hunters are going to get the meat before I am. Anyway, so here's the third the definition hunters. of violence. I'd like to pop this in. An unjust or unwarded exertion of force or power as against rights or laws to take a government mm. by violence. So what would be the what would you call force? It would just be force then if you use force, force to repel? Force? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I, interesting. I, I've only used the term as I will do what it takes to prevent further harm. Yeah. That's all I'm going to do. Meg, what do you think on this question? Violence. Uh, I'm at this point a nonviolent person. I don't think I'd use violence. However, I have said many times before, if I ever had kids, it changed things for me a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You get very protective when you have kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, when I say that I would only use the, the, the amount of, uh, you know, force that I needed to prevent further violence, I've got an anger management problem, too. So you really don't want to walk up on me in, in some situation and threaten me. You know, it's a bad idea. Chris, your thoughts? Well, the Revolutionary War was very violent. And a lot of people died and freedom was a result. No. Nope. <laughs> Go on. It's the truth, and you know it. No, it's not. The, 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 How is it not? Okay, so um, if if it was freedom, then why did they have Shays Rebellion in Connecticut? If it was when freedom, was that? When was the Shays? Uh, shoot, I've got to pull it up. Early seventeen right? something. It was before the Constitution was even put in place, uh, because it was mentioned in the Federalist Papers. And also uh, after that, why did they have the the Whiskey Rebellion? Why were these people rebelling against this free form of uh, new new form of free government that they had? Well, it's um, due to an environment of anarchy. They had an environment of anarchy. Yeah, the, the government had just been overthrown. Everybody is instantly free, and now any fight that anybody has or any kind of squabble that they have is going to be like, oh, big deal. What? And What was Shay's Rebellion, Mark? I've got to pull it up. I couldn't. T- I mean, I, I can tell you why the Risky Rebellion was the whisk- fought. What's the Risky Rebellion? The Shay's Rebellion was fought because a man named Shay had, you know, some debts to people who got, had governmental power. He didn't believe that they should collect on them. I get a little fuzzy after that. Um, you know, I mean, I honestly, I don't have it in my uh, repertoire. But uh, here's the Whiskey Rebellion. Let me t- tell you. Tell me about this anarchy that occurred here. Uh, people in Western Pennsylvania were basically on the frontier uh, at that point, and it was. Uh, there were taxes on the transportation of 
I believe it was alcohol because it was more profitable for them to distill their grain into liquor because it's easier to transport small things than it is large things. And you can take a lot of and it takes a lot of wheat or whatever to make one bottle of whiskey. So they would find it uh, more expeditious to transport their whiskey. Um, in the form of, or excuse me, transport their grain in the form of whiskey than it would in the form of grain because they still had to compete with people who were in the East at that point. So they'd have to, to bring it to market and it was a lot easier to bring whiskey to market than it was to the, um, the, the other stuff, uh, the wheat. So they, Washington decided to put a, a tax upon them. For, well, wait, they can't tax. It's anarchy. Well, I'm sorry. Um, oh, okay. So the the color's wrong. Um, so the so Washington put a tax upon them, specifically upon whiskey, which was basically a tax upon people in the frontier areas because the frontier frontier areas were growing, were making the whiskey, and they felt that it was unfair. They had a, a small rebellion. Basically, Wa- uh, Washington sent George Lighthorse Lee, which was uh, the grandfather of uh, Robert E. Lee, and crushed him. Right. Militarily went in there and they executed a few people. There was really no resistance, but they executed a few people, mostly so like dullards and stuff. Kind of, kind of like today when just a gunman goes shooting and kills a few people. Um, nobody in the rebellion killed anybody. They just didn't want to be taxed. The point okay. of Mark, well, you telling the story was to rebut your presumption, uh, Chris, that there was some form of lack of government. I will after give the you rebe- after the revolution. You made a, you made a very um, you made a, an extraordinarily positive statement, which is that we got freedom from the Revolutionary War. I will agree with you that the Revolutionary War, among the history of wars, is probably one of the least egregious. But what you have to understand that the Revolutionary War resulted in were a bunch of people. And not everybody got what they wanted. Some people wanted more freedom. Some people didn't want to leave the king. And lots of people got tarred and feathered and executed because of their beliefs. The Revolutionary War wasn't clean or pretty or anything like that. And it didn't result in freedom if this is what it resulted in. Chris, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. Uh, I firmly believe that violence is certainly not the solution on a societal level to anything. I don't think the Quakers had the solution um, you know, during the revolutionary times either. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free. Now, if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Somebody was asking me if I had uh, flyers that I could send them that they could use to promote Free Talk Live, and the answer is not really. We do have free bumper stickers uh, that we can give away, but you know, you're know you only going to get one or two or whatever because shipping stuff is fairly expensive, and we're a really small operation here. I, 
Maybe we sound like a big radio show with a, uh, a research, a crack research team and a huge sales staff and, you know, big engineering department. But really, most of most of everything is done by you and I, Mark. And then we've got great co-hosts that come in here and, and share their viewpoints. They as, sit uh, in. But as far as the as work well. goes, that's we don't farm much out um, because, well, most people won't work for free. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, as far as like filling orders for people that want business cards or flyers or something like that, I don't have anybody I can pay to fill orders like that. I couldn't afford to pay them to do that. So we put the flyers online as PDFs. Mm-hmm. You can download whatever ones you want. We've got the graphics online in vector format. You can make your own graphics if you want to make your own flyer if you're not satisfied with the flyers that uh, that we have and so those are free you know downloading the pdfs that's all free and anybody who does that thank you yeah thanks so much and and all you know if you don't have a, a bunch of money to go print out stacks and stacks of these things you can always just hit up just use your printer in your office and you know print out a few of them you know whatever one off them if you if you need to uh, but as of right now that's the only model we have for distributing these you know things. it'll use up your toner kind of quick but i don't know you can get toner kind of cheap now from china i mean it's like if you plan ahead it's like four bucks for a cartridge Depending on not what kind of toner, you have. Yeah. not for toner. I don't know uh, what you the could term get, is. You could get printing ink. ink? Okay. You, you could get ink for cheap, okay. but toner is more expensive. But yeah, China brand is always going to be cheaper. However, I still question the China brand sometimes because I always wonder, like, when I have problems printing, is it because I went with the China brand? Is it because I cheaped out and went with the China brand? I and think so, it is. <laughs> yeah, it may it may be. I ran out of like blue, and now it won't print anything, and yeah. so it's just. <laughs> depressing I've been, I've been having problems with it's with tough this, but, when you're dealing with a situation where you can pay four dollars for one that from china and wait three weeks to get it or you can pay forty dollars from one from the united states at, yeah. at uh you know the one of the, the big box name. stories yeah, yeah i mean it's 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 a big dis- i would a say big difference overall i have been using china brand ink slash toner for the last oh forever i've never bought <laughs> brand name and i I have to say, I believe that even with whatever problems have, have occurred, I think that I've saved money simply because the brand name stuff is so expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, for instance, the I, I got a laser printer at Staples for $100, a, a color laser printer for $100. And you buy two ink, uh, two toner cartridges for that thing. You've exceeded the cost of the printer. Now, to be fair, when they ship the printer, they ship them with like midget cartridges. Yeah, they don't have the yeah. full nothing against midget midgets, but they don't have the full uh, amount of toner in them. They're Little like, people cartridges. That's yeah, they're like way. test uh, test shipped cartridges. They they they're intended to run out quickly, so you have to buy more toner. And right, they're delivery systems for toner sales, basically. Yeah. So I've replaced the toner in that uh, in the printer. I've replaced the color cartridges once, and I've replaced the black cartridge, I think, at least once, maybe more than once. And had I bought those brand name, five toner cartridges, it's about 80 bucks a pop. You do the math on that. That's over you know, $300 plus, $400 in toner cartridges. So what we're saying is go to Kinko's. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, can't, yeah, if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna print in bulk, yeah, for yeah. sure, you want to go with, uh, you know, you want to go with like uprinting.com or something like that, which I've had very good experience with. Uh, but but just just generally, the comment on the you know, the idea of buying these Chinese brands is like, for the cost of all those new cartridges, if if the China brand fails on you, printers are so cheap, you can just go out and buy another printer. <laughs> I mean, a laser printer is always going to be more expensive than is an inkjet 
But you can get inkjet printers for fifty to a hundred dollars, and you can get an ink. You can get a laser printer for a hundred, you know, to two hundred and fifty dollars. So I bought the same exact model. Been, my printer has been having problems. I put another toner cartridge in that didn't solve the problem. The problem changed though, so it made me wonder: Do I have two bad toner cartridges? Only one way to find out. I'm buying a brand new printer rather than go and and pay, and pay eighty dollars for one toner cartridge. I, I can get another printer for 150 bucks, the exact same model. And more of the little printer cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> but at least this way I could take the, cart- the, the Chinese cartridge that I suspect of being bad and just put it in the, in the new printer and see if the same exact problem happens. And then I'll know for sure, all right, maybe I do need to find a better brand of cartridge. <laughs> but I think overall, the amount of money that you spend buying the imitation brand stuff more than pays for a, a new printer if you need to. Call in now with your printer questions. 1-800-259-9231. No, no, no. This is not a uh, tech advice show. Uh, but I think that you know, smart shopping is important. Yeah. And uh, especially now when we, you've got a down economy, more and more people are going to be looking at options like Chinese in, uh, Chinese ink rather than the name brand ink. We, we discuss issues of, uh, f- you know, sort of family pocketbook issues here on Free Talk Live. And I think that... Uh, it's been a little while, but yeah, I do like talking about those things. Savings and... Financial intelligence. We did talk about financial intelligence recently on the show. Let's continue, though, with your phone calls about what you want. Adam is listening in Ohio to WAIS. Hello, Adam. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Not too much. Well, actually, I guess a whole bunch. <laughs> uh, you okay. were talking about um, violence and definitions of things. I-, I think about those things a good bit. I thought I'd weigh in a little bit. And give Here you, you are. Go ahead with your thoughts. A definition of violence. All right, so violence is the unnecessary use of force, and the measure of necessary is the preservation or protection of one's life. So therefore, you would say that using force in defense of one's life is in never, in no case violent? No. Hmm, okay. Because well, I, I like that example. definition personally, because I, I, I agree with Mark. The, the term violence does seem to have that negative, mm-hmm. aggressive connotation. Well, I think there needs to be a distinguishment. For example, if I was, say, camping in an area with bears and I wasn't careful and I had a, you know, granola bar in my pocket and I was awoken by this bear, you know, going after my leg, you know, I don't think it would be violent or unreasonable for me to start thrashing about and trying to get (laughs) out Mm -hmm. of the situation. Whereas if I just saw a bear and shot it or something, that would clearly be too entirely different uses of force what about if you like screamed and peed yourself what would that be funny (laughs) that would that would be flipping out i'd be likely you know but you know what i'm saying you could pee on the bear and then uh, anyway i'm sure they'd love that when you you know no i don't think it's reasonable at all for anyone to just expect me to sit there and get beaten by somebody or eaten by you know a, a dog or something i mean obviously if a dog just ran up to me and started biting at my leg, I would swat at it or something just to get it away. But if I just saw a dog and threw a rock at it or something, you know, those are Right, if you just saw years. a dog and shot it, you'd be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> right, pretty much. Not every cop I mean? does that. That's true. But so a lot of right. dogs. Hey, thanks for the thoughts yeah, on yeah. that tonight. Uh, I appreciate hearing from you, Adam, at 800-259-9231. Paula is in Missouri. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hello Hi. there. Um, I was just calling. I wanted to correct something that Mark had said okay. on Saturday. Um, when you guys were talking about the SWAT team raids, uh, Mark had said that there was 4.5 every day. Yeah, that was and, from Reason Magazine. I did quote my source on that. Yes, and uh, Radley Balco, who I would say probably is the expert. 
Um, probably one of the biggest experts. He actually it's, says there's about 50,000 a year. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought I it was remember. some number it's like that, but man, that's such a big number to jump out there and say. Now, Radley works for uh, for Reason, doesn't that's he? That's 109 yes, per day. He actually, works, he actually works for Reason, so that would put it more at like 4.5 an hour. Um, wow. These SWAT raids. And there was actually a report that came out of Maryland in 2010. Their state law requires them to uh, record what these SWAT teams are being used. And 92% of their raids, which there was about 1,600 in that state alone, uh, were used for serving search warrants. And 47% of those were just for searching for drugs. So we have almost 50% of the time these raids are being used uh, just to search for drugs. Mm -hmm. So a situation where there is no violence, um, they're bringing violence to the situation. I appreciate you. Uh, this is written by um, uh, 4.5 SWAT raids per day by Radley Balco. I think this might be for just the state of Maryland. Oh wow! Yeah, I think oh, that. So you really botched that one up. Yeah, it looks that, like I might have. I don't know. I mean, I, I'd have to. I have to go through the whole thing here. I, I just, you know, I took it. I took it at its face, but. Um, yeah, and his his uh, estimates of about fifty thousand a year that it is in his white paper he wrote overkill. For Reason yep. Magazine, or for yeah. the Cato Institute, I believe he wrote that. Uh, you are absolutely right, Paula. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd mentioned the 40,000. I thought it was 40,000, but hey, who's counting? Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, and yeah, you're right, Mark. That 1,600 number she cited, divide that by you know, 365, and you get about 4.38. So yeah, it was for the state of Maryland that you were citing there. Mm-hmm. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is next. Maybe we'll correct that on Saturday night. It's free talk. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd like. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features there for free. You get to control the content of the site, submit different things to the website. Others vote on whether they like or dislike them, and the most voted up, whether it be a news article, blog post, YouTube video, whatever, most voted up makes it to the front page of the site. So go and get interactive over at freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And we continue taking your phone calls. Also, more thoughts coming up here in a bit on this news about the police uh, the Supreme Court basically justifying the police coming into your house any old time they damn well feel like it uh, without any sort of warrant. 
But first, we go to your phone calls and your thoughts. Let's talk to Greg listening in. Oh, no, we're not talking to Greg. He dropped off the line. But David is listening to WZNG, the zinger in Tennessee. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? By the way, you're our first caller from the zinger, so welcome aboard. Thank you. Um, You know, I'm calling about your last caller. Um, I have a criminal justice uh, major degree, and uh, I'm not a policeman now, but um, I've never seen a drug raid yet that did not involve finding a significant stash of weapons inside the house. These people will not hesitate to shoot a policeman. Are you kidding me? There have been plenty of them. I mean, we've we've talked about a number of them. We were just talking about one the other night on the the program where well, they... not in Los Angeles County, and that's where I was from. Okay, but but my point really is, why would you not want the people who are sworn to protect and serve you, if they're going to err, to err on the side of caution for their own safety? That's what this really boils down to. If you were ever in trouble and needed a cop, you wait a minute. What is? How are they going to be alone sa- and with weapons in hand? Well, hold on. I, I don't think that generally um, you're, you're, that most people don't deal with situations where one needs a cop. Police officers are generally a cleanup crew. They, you call them in when something's been stolen. They write a report. They give it to you. Um, they generally never find whatever it is. If they do find it, it's destroyed. Or if there's some kind of violent situation, they come, they tag the bodies or whatever, and that's it. It's pretty rare that you're dealing with a situation where somebody you know needs the police, especially when the police are enforcing laws um, you know because of the laws that don't allow people to have weapons i mean if i if I have a weapon then I'm not going to need the police nearly as often, so the same people that are supposedly protecting me are the ones that are disarming me so I can't protect myself right. How are they disarming you? They enforce you the right twenty thousand uh, gun laws in this nation. Right. Right now, I live in the state of Iowa. January the 1st, the new law took effect in Iowa. The county sheriff can only deny a concealed carry permit for two reasons. If he can prove mental instability, that means it's been documented by a medical facility, or if you're a felon. Okay. If you're not a felon and you have never been diagnosed with mental instability and you want a concealed carry permit, by Iowa law, he has to let you have it. That's fabulous. And for people in Iowa, what about people in Los Angeles? What about New York City? Well, I think the people in California and in New York should rally their, their, their state legislatures and get that passed. They should, be, they should beg their politicians to call the, 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 their police dogs off of them instead of just being able to stand up for the rights of the Constitution, supposedly. Or instead of the police standing uh, up for their, instead of the police standing right. up for their rights. I mean, the saying, cops, if the cops are actually uh, you know, uh, sworn to this Constitution, they'd go and they'd point their guns at the politicians and say, hey, quit passing these laws, right? I mean, they're here to protect us, aren't they? Yes. Are you trying... Are you telling me that they don't have to follow due process to come into your home? Uh, according the, the according to this court, uh, Supreme Court ruling uh, today, that is all they have to do is smell marijuana smoke to be able to come into your house. And I don't know how you could say uh, that, uh, well, that cop didn't smell marijuana smoke. I mean, he, he can now claim to have smelled anything he wants, right? Well, you know, I would think that if you're going to do that, you'd be smart enough to keep the windows closed, but... <laughs> well, it was coming through the door, actually. In point of fact, it was, it was, it was an apartment. Hall, it was an apartment building. It was in a hallway, and so it was allegedly you know, coming underneath the door. Uh, but either way, we've got to let you go. Your phone's a little scratchy, but thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. Don't hesitate to call us back any old time you want to at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
clearly the police aren't here to protect us. Yeah, I always get offended when people say that because I've been in situations where, you know, before I came to the ideas of liberty, I called the cops because I needed a cop. They show up after the fact, you know, that the act has already happened. How can they do anything but that generally? I mean, you know, most of their call, you know, most of their response times, even if you're seven or eight minutes, I mean, the cops are minutes away when seconds count. And I don't know what world this guy's living in where he every time the police go in, it's always a cache of weapons with the drugs. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I've known some drug dealers in my day and not one of them was the kind of person who was going to go down blasting if he or she was raided by the police. I mean, even if they owned a gun, they weren't the kinds of people. They're business people. I mean, they want to live to sell another day, if nothing else. Right. So that's preposterous. And I, maybe but, in Los Angeles County, I can't speak to what it's no, like out there. I can say I've known many drug dealers in Los Angeles. And you not live there. just Yeah, not just marijuana, but like hard drugs. I don't know if any of them ever owned a weapon. So they weren't not brandishing one. it or flashing it in no. front of you at any point. Uh, okay, so you, beyond our personal testimonials, which would be easy for somebody to just uh, dismiss who was yeah. coming from his position. Go ahead and start looking at online stories about police raids. There are countless stories well, people of that- people who've been slaughtered, innocent families who've been killed in these police raids. In many cases, the police find no drugs or they'll find like a baggie of pot, like a gram of marijuana or something like that. And people end up getting killed over this. Yeah, and their dogs. Generally, the people that support this are usually people who have worked for the law enforcement apparatus at some point yeah. or they're people who are com- completely uninformed in this area because uh, you know when you when you talk about 4.5 SWAT raids per hour in this nation you're talking about a lot of raids and you're going to assume that every one of those people has an AK47 with 500 rounds ready to smoke every cop that comes through the door no. how many police are killed in drug raids every year no it doesn't happen it almost never happens uh, cops are killed in in vehicle accidents mm-hmm. that's what they're killed in it's an incredibly safe profession in comparison to a number of other professions. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not even in the top lit- 10 list. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Cops are probably more likely to get struck by lightning than shot and killed in a drug raid. Right. I'm not yeah. looking for police to get killed. I'm, I, that's not what I'm looking for because I believe in the preservation of life, but probably most importantly because it's a huge tax drain on the average, uh, you know, on, on the average taxpayer in that town. You've got all this this big write-off to the family and all that other stuff. Don't forget the funeral with all the lavish parade right. and I everything. mean, I'm sorry, but these cops, their they're higher-ups are the ones who send them in on this stuff. If somebody wants to smoke marijuana, they should be able to do that. So we were talking about this court case, uh, and last hour we kind of gave you the the rundown. It was an 8-to-1 decision by the U.S. Supreme Court, basically saying that, yeah, the cops can just come to your front door and claim to smell marijuana, uh, allegedly knock, and then if they hear something that they think is you getting rid of the evidence, and I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I think he's getting rid of the evidence. They can just bust into the <laughs> yeah. door. They couldn't, hear my, they couldn't hear my toilet flushing from my door. Right. So, uh, so here's a little more about what happened in that particular story the issue uh, the case concerned exceptions exceptions to the fourth amendment required the police need a warrant to enter a home the issue was whether warrantless entry was justified after the officer's knock on the door triggered a reaction inside that sounded like the destruction of evidence police were only at the man's apartment building because they were chasing another man who sold cocaine to a police informant the man entered king's building and ducked into an apartment 
The officers heard a door slam in a hallway, but by the time they were able to look down the hallway, they saw only two closed doors. They didn't know which one the suspect had gone through, but smelling burnt pot chose the apartment on the left. In fact, the suspect had gone into the apartment on the right. Police eventually had arrested him, too, but prosecutors later dropped charges against him for reasons that were not explained in court papers. So, you know, this is this is the dirty part of it all. Um, you know, we don't know what door he went into. Jim, do you smell pot coming from this door? Yes. Yes, Earl, I do. Well, <laughs> Earl. I, 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 uh, let's knock on the door. Jim. I, uh, uh, knock, hark, knock, knock. Hark, what's that I hear? <laughs> it's the police. Does it, Jim, does it sound like the suspect is flushing that marijuana down the toilet to you? Yes, Earl, it does. Well, how can they tell the difference between marijuana and urine? And a poop. Yeah. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> They'll figure it out once they come in and they can take a look around the apartment. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And that's a rundown of where we're at in the police state of America. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Refrigerated Cookie Dough. Who would you bake some love for? Find fun and easy baking ideas at tollhouse.com. Kids love doing arts and crafts projects, especially when you join in. Try channeling all that artistic energy into the kitchen and bake up some creative treats together. Think of your art supplies as the frosting, sprinkles, and decorating gels, and use cookies or cupcakes as your canvas. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the site. The last years, uh, excuse me, last several years worth, going all the way back to 2006, if you click into the archive section, you'll get that much, and it's all for free. There's no logging in. There's no membership fee. It's easy and free at freetalklive.com. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle is an affordable, versatile, reliable rifle. It'll deliver 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance in a variety of situations. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. It's a serious rifle for those serious about rifles. The perfect do-it-all bolt-action rifle where rugged, reliable Ruger meets the practical tactical. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle, the one rifle you have to have if you can have only one. You can check it out at Ruger.com and uh, pick it up at your local gun dealer. Ruger.com. Let's continue with you, your thoughts. So we continue with uh, Tom listening in Maryland. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. I'm in Maryland. Hello there. Hey, go ahead with your thoughts. Um, I heard the previous caller, um, you know, that when you need the cop argument, um, and <laughs> I think that when you, when you have yourself in a position of you're going to justify, he's, he's, just, he's just justifying the job, the government, you know, the government employee justifying his existence, that when you need a cop, and I know you pointed out uh, that usually it's, you know, you call them after the fact. I've been burglarized a couple of times mm-hmm. over the years. Nothing was ever recovered. You hit that on the head. And um, uh, 
By the, the way, if you want to recover States. something after a burglary, you can probably do as good as, as or as better of a job by going and checking all the pawn shops in the area. Oh, yeah. And plus, the yeah. cops will take things from your house as evidence, and you don't get that back unless the person is caught or after three or five years, depending on the place, it's destroyed. So the cops end up taking more stuff than is actually wow, taken I, in those I've never cases. heard of that. That actually happened to you? Oh, that happened to me. Wow. And uh, um, uh, this topic that you're getting, you know, just to even get into this, it really, it sprawls out, you know, and of it, it just brings up so many things uh, along the lines of, you know, what, what do we, we really need, what do we really not need if you look back, you know, over a century ago or whatever, there was hardly any gun laws. Um, you know, people had common sense and they knew how to use it. And, you know, we've just, we're, so, if you talk about freedom issues amongst certain folks, I mean, I try not to, um, too often, it, just to argue with, I, I really don't like to argue, but, you know, you will often find the mindset of some people you know, if it were left up to them, we we would just remain uh, slaves to you know. Well, they like the comfort. They like thousand plus gun laws, and how many? Who knows how many million laws on the books at the Library of Congress? And a lot of times, you know, there's no better slaves to have than those who will justify their own enslavement and, and keep it that way. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's a it's a it's a convenient way to think. Look, we got farmers that grow food. We got uh, grocery store employees that put the groceries on themselves. We've got guys with funny hats and little tin badges that keep us safe. I mean, that's that's the way. It's people, a nice fantasy. Yeah, it's a fantasy. I mean, unfortunately, there's there's instances where those you know those guys that have those little tin badges and those funny hats, they'll often when power corrupts. So they'll be corrupted by the power in some small or some large. Uh, you know, you don't know which ones are going to be affected. Or worse, they'll be attracted to the power, and that means they weren't. They were already corrupt to begin with. Right, and you it's ever not noticed like- the self righteousness oftentimes of these folks. Oh, oh my goddess! Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look online yeah. on there. Look online on any police. Uh, what do you call them? Police like hangout Forum? websites, forums, yeah. uh, blogs. I got a mass just, cop sometimes. Or policeone.com and just yeah. looking at the uh, the comments that these people make. I mean, it's just, it's really an us versus them mentality. It's really looking down their nose at uh, at everybody else that's not a police officer or a family member of a police officer. They don't know what it's like. It's just this despicable. Getting, getting paid, you know, the 20 years I work, I get a pension after that. Uh, you know, every day, day in and day out, sitting in a squad car dealing with other bureaucrats telling me what to do they nobody knows what it's like to be a cop mm-hmm. every day i face dangers right and i like that you pointed out that it's not even in the top 10 i mean there's so many more jobs that are so much more dangerous uh, ask any electrician or lineman wasn't um, garbage men more dangerous than uh, oh, yeah. cop? Uh, the list tends to change. I do yeah. know that uh, fisherman is uh, more dangerous, as is uh, the high power lineman guy, the guy who goes up there. I mean, they, yeah, <laughs> those oh poor guys gosh. get blown off those things all the time. At one point, I had a job that was listed on there. It was a pizza delivery, you know? Yeah. A lot <laughs> you don't of know what you're walking into. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, that will be all. I know there's other callers awaiting, and I really appreciate you getting to me so quickly. Thank good t- you. Good thoughts, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I mean, I like the uh, the idea of having people out there to provide protection services. If only that's what they were doing. Yeah. They're not <laughs> protecting anything. No, well, they are protecting the state, and they're protecting their lo- their own legitimacy. And yeah, but prote- that, doesn't, that doesn't actually exist. 
you know? Okay, true. It's not a tangible thing. Right. They're not protecting your house or myself or anything like that. They're not protecting anything. Correct. (laughs) They'll protect each other, um, Uh, I suppose. But yeah, it's, it's... I, I wish that I were think, true. I mean, uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, cops made number ten on this li- the list hey, the most recently. It's a government yeah. list, though. Well, it is. Um, and the thing you have to understand is what, when people consider this, uh, this, uh, the danger of the job, um, and it also depends on the list you look at. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's an, there's, there's another one, just, you know, the next one down. But the first one of the Google search came up with cop at number 10. What'd you search for? Most dangerous jobs? Most dangerous, 10 most dangerous jobs in the U.S. Um, but that was the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And they're counting police killed in automobile accidents. And mm-hmm. I don't think that the average person, when they think about, Police do a dangerous job. Think to themselves, oh, yeah, they're out on the road a lot and they could get into automobile accidents. Right. Not to mention the fact that these guys will pull people over on the side of the road. They'll leave their car somewhat into the road. They'll get smacked off the highway as a result. I right. mean, part of the reason that their job is dangerous is because they're, you know, hassling people over, you know, Nonsense. 5, 10, 15, 20 miles an hour of the limit. I don't know how fast uh, the, you know, is too fast. Sometimes fast too fast is dangerous for a particular area sometimes they're just doing revenue collection yeah and i do think as the state becomes more tyrannical the job of police officer will become more dangerous because when you just basically piss off your entire country people are going to lash out and the cops are the face of that tyranny it's true at some point, they might lash out. Also, uh, from HowStuffWorks.com, you got number one, logger, number two, pilot, number three, fisherman, uh, number four, iron and steel worker, number five, garbage collector, number six, farmer, number rancher. Wow. Um, number seven, roofer. People fall off those things. Number eight, electrical power installer, repairer. Number nine, sales, delivery, and other truck drivers. Um, truck drivers are out there a lot, too. Uh, number 10, taxi drivers and chauffeurs. So they so didn't not make even that, in that list. list. Where was that from? That one's How from HowStuffWorks.com. So, I, you know, I mean, they probably the, cite their source as well. There's probably a source that they're. Uh, I, don't, I don't see it here. Well, anyway, it would be nice if the police actually provided protection services. I mean, if that's what they were doing, if the police were actually peace officers instead of law enforcement officers, if it was their sole job to restore the peace, if the peace was violated by somebody who was violent, then I would be such a supporter of the police in that case. But that's not their sole job. Their main job is to harass people who have not harmed other individuals. Uh, It's from the editors of Publications International Limited. Their interest is to put people, warm bodies, in cages, most of whom have never aggressed against another human being. At least not in that instance. It's wrong. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 
And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Oh, and those features include news updates. So if you want, you can follow our email updates or Twitter or Facebook, different ways for you to get the latest about Free Talk Live. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's news.freetalklive.com. By the way, I want to re-welcome our listeners on XM's America's Talk, which is now uh, Channel 166 on XM. They came on board about a month and a half ago uh, to start taking the weeknight edition of the show. And they were doing from, officially it was from 10 to midnight Eastern Time, so taking the last two hours of Free Talk Live. But right out the gate, we ended up having all three hours on because I guess the show they were going to put on from 9 to 10, something happened, technical difficulties they encountered, and so they kept using Free Talk Live in that first hour uh, to, to fill the gap. Now it turns out, the I guess, uh, somebody dropped the ball with that other show. It has fallen through. So we are now officially on from 9 to midnight every single night Sweet. on XM's America's Talk. So XM listeners now getting Ooh. all three hours. I mean, they've been getting all three hours, but now it's official. So we can say... Officially well, getting yeah. all three hours. Welcome. <laughs> right. Does it sound different now that it's official? <laughs> uh, so welcome back aboard here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Frank is in New York. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Megan, Mark. Hello, Frank. Uh, good evening. Hey, Frank. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the uh, recent Supreme Court uh, decision. The one where uh, the police it, can basically claim to smell marijuana and kick your door in? Absolutely. It violates the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, and 229 years of Supreme Court uh, precedents. So there's definitely a problem with the intellectual capabilities of those on the Supreme Court not being able to adequately interpret the Constitution as it is written. And that's very frightening to me, because once the legal system is perverted, uh, then the whole system is doomed to catastrophe. I think of Nazi Germany, or I should say uh, Carl Schmitt, the uh, uh, famous Nazi jurist who... uh, you know, was in charge of the German high court uh, during the Nazi reign. And the tremendous uh, crimes against not only German law, but uh, German law that pre-existed before the Weimar Republic uh, is frightening. And I see that same historical par- parallel right now. Man, there are a and, lot of people who've, yep. been, who've been involved, who you know, perhaps were raised in uh, Russia or in Nazi Germany, and they Correct. look at what's happening in this country and they say, get me out of here because I exactly. see it happening all over again. We've had them call and tell us that. Exactly. And what I fear, too, is the fact that now it's going to be, there are over two million people on the do-not-fly list. And we know that al-Qaeda was the creation of the CIA and the Mossad and the MI6. It's been used as the boogeyman to justify interventions into countries uh, where the U.S. and its allies rape the sovereignty of those nations. And to have this situation now uh, with regard to uh, the privacy within one's home and uh, illegal searches and seizures is, you know, a, a tremendous violation of American law. And maybe if this is what the legal system is doing, maybe it's time for everyone to say, gee, maybe we don't have to pay taxes. We I am with you, Frank. Criminal, we cannot support this criminal regime that has perverted our legal traditions and our values with no uh, due process or no 
a possible remedy. I'm with and you, Frank. Thanks for the call issues. tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. I, I hope that Americans have the uh, the fortitude to stop paying yeah, taxes I, I at some point. I don't see the legal system here as being the bigger problem. I see the complacency of the American people that's true. being the bigger problem. But so, that That's has, what has led us here. Yeah, that, that, that is has why stemmed out of the government school. So the problem with it is is that when you talk about you know the complacency of the American people, you're talking about the complacency of 300 million people. I don't get to decide. I'm not complacent. I work pretty hard, and and you know so how do you how do you whip up the other people? I shouldn't have to whip up other people. Man, if we could My easily whip should up be people. secure of themselves. Also, I don't think these uh, these these jurists on uh, the Supreme Court are making any kind of mistake. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I mean, they're they're, they're subverting they're, the law. Of uh, course. They're working on increasing the police state as they've been doing time after time. It's it's very rare that the Supreme Court will rule in the favor of freedom. Very rare. Let's continue with your calls here and your thoughts. Tim is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Tim. You're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Good evening. Um, back on your uh, law enforcement thing, um, have any of the, the three of you ever ridden with the police? Yes, absolutely. Yep. In a low-income area? Um, in Keene, New Hampshire. Now, I've ridden alongside a cop on my bicycle in Skid Row, so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why, why do you ask? No, I mean, just, if you want to, if you want to no, see I'll me be... riding along with a cop, you can go and search for uh, Keen Police Ride Along on YouTube. You'll find a five-part series where we have a nice conversation with Keen Police's Lieutenant Maxfield about uh, various different issues. Okay. Well, I just thought it might be worth your while to go to L- you're in LA right no 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 we're in Keene New Hampshire Keene New Hampshire Meg has lived in LA in the past however yes. oh, okay well I would suggest that you go to a big city where there's ghettos and low-income housing and lots of crime and, and instead of your attitude seems to be coming from a strictly victim standpoint versus being a law violator where it is a whole lot different than the um, and yeah you're talking about victimless crimes to the extent that burglary or having your car stolen, there is a victim there, but there's not a whole lot the police can do about those kind of things because there's no evidence. Well, track. the police could do a lot about those things by ignoring the war on drugs and not fighting the war on drugs. Right. There's plenty of cops, and most of them are, are uh, focused towards things like finding people with drugs and things like that. If, if their superiors wanted them to uh, actually be focused in protecting people and their property, which is what they print on the side of their car, like that could happen, right? You don't think just their mere presence deters crime? I do think that their uh, mere presence deters crime. I absolutely do think that that's that's and the case. That- but I don't think that. But I also like to point out. Wait a second. Uh, I think that also their mere presence also um, instigates crime because their presence enforces the current gun laws as things are today, and that means that people are deterred from carrying uh, protection around on themselves, and especially and so in many bigger inner cities. Yeah, in, in, in especially in large cities. So therefore, people who would be able to otherwise protect themselves um uh you know are, are not able to so i think it's a wash i mean these same cops that will i i know some of them will throw themselves in front of bullets for you those same cops will throw cuffs on you for doing what the constitution says that you're supposed to be able to do what is your god-given right wouldn't you agree to do drugs do i do drugs do you no, mean illegal do. drugs or legal drugs do you mean it's your well, god-given right I mean, to do drugs all three of you admitted that you know drug dealers, so I'm assuming you've used drugs in the past. I have used yeah. drugs in the past, yeah. I have used problem? drugs in the past. Yeah, absolutely. 
Illegal drugs. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, so what? That answers my question. So what? What was the question? You feel your God-given right to do illegal drugs. Oh, I believe yes. I have no, a right. I said it was your God-given right to own a gun. Do you think it's not? Uh, well, no, wait, I'm, don't you I'm also very, agree, Mark, I'm that it's... very conservative. I'm very pro NRA, all that happy stuff. Okay, great. If you think that if it's your right to own a gun, don't you think it's your right to smoke pot? No. Well, no, how, can, how can you use the apparatus no, of no, government no. to keep me from growing a plant in my backyard, drying it out, and uh, smoking it? So I mean, don't you think that's a big government yeah, program? You have to hire a lot of cops in order to enforce that? Because there's a law that says you can't do it. There's a law that says you can't possess a gun. You think that, And apparently you there think is? that people should sure. be able to possess them. So I'm not asking you whether or not you're saying it's legal. I'm asking you whether or not you think it's just. Absolutely, because there's a law that says you cannot. Do you think the 20,000 gun? Drugs. Wait, Mark, you didn't let him finish his sentence. There's a law that says what? You, shouldn't, you, you can't be in possession of illegal drugs. There's laws You're, that says you can't be in possession of guns. Do you think that that is just? What law says that? Oh, my gosh. There are, are 20,000 laws that, that, that restrict gun ownership in this country. You're the one you talking. can't even own a gun in, the, in Chicago. You're the one talking. No, right? no, You're the one talking no, about these inner no. cities. I'll tell you what. I'll bring it back here. We'll continue the discussion in a moment. 800-259-9231. You can't carry a gun in New York City either. Practically. There no, is a permit, can't carry it you can't in New York. get it. You can't even possess it. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And Mark, who is going to calm down for a little bit while we continue our discussion here uh, with Tim. And I understand that uh, Tim has uh, has upset you a little bit, Mark. Tim's and, stonewalling. Well, we're going to bring Tim. Is, is Tim still with us here listening in Indy to WXNT? Tim, did you hang with us there? Yes, yes sir, I did. Alright, so there are a few statements that you made a moment ago that I want to clarify. I want to get some clarification on here in a moment um, regarding rights and the gun laws and did you actually say, first of all, you said you're a supporter of the Second Amendment, you're a supporter of the right to bear arms. Absolutely. And let me explain something. Just, um, I've just been listening to your show for the first time for about 15 minutes. Oh, so. wow. Welcome aboard. This is going to be, <laughs> this is a shocker, isn't okay. it? Well, we are not liberals. No, I, no, I am now gathering that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, no, I agree completely. Nothing should trump the Second Amendment. These cities, states, whatever, that have these, I find it really difficult in my travels to have to cross the state line, get out, unload my weapon, put it in the trunk, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, what about the Fourth Amendment? What should should trump the Fourth Amendment? Um, Give me a little information on that. Well, the Fourth Amendment says that it's the right of the people to be secure in their persons. 
And I would think that if I'm secure in my person, that I should be able to put in my person what I wish, whether it's a fatty cheeseburger, a delicious candy bar, or, hey, a joint. Um, uh, I'm not saying you've got to like it. There's lots of people out there that don't want you to eat hamburgers. You know that, right? Should those people be able to tell you what you can eat? Actually, myself, but that's because I'm overweight. Well, there are people that don't want you to eat hamburgers because of the cute little baby calves that you might grind up. Oh, give me a break. Well, well, that's how we feel (laughs) about people who don't like appreciate us using whatever drugs we because give me a break i mean it's my body who are you to tell me what i can and can't do if i'm not doing anything to you i mean you didn't know if i use drugs or not when you called in and it took me telling you that i have used them before before you even knew it so how has that affected you or anybody else for that matter i don't know if that's a solid argument the fact that fact i've got a son that's a drug user and it's there's my family up simply because of what it's led him to. Do you think that now, your son would be better off if you if he was put in a cage for 10 years? What? Oh, he's talking about simply jail. Um, no, no, it might wake him up. Are you serious? You really think that you, you think that your son Turn should go in. to jail for 10 years? What? Turn him in? Well, that, again, I'm not saying he's a dealer. It doesn't matter, dude. If he's got a couple baggies of pot, he's a dealer by what the law says. If you've got pot in multiple baggies, then and a scale to check the weight, you know, maybe you you know you're working in the black market, you don't know what you're getting, you put them on a scale to check the weight when you buy it. You're a dealer according to what the law says in most places. Let's get back to the discussion of rights here because I feel like there's a little bit of confusion on this issue. And so, question for you: What does it mean to have rights? What are rights? Where do they come from? Constitution and okay. God. Well, no, no, it's not. It's not uh, both. It's either or. Uh, so you know, which, which the Constitution one? actually can't give you anything. It's just a piece of paper. I was going to get to that point, but uh, does it come from a piece of paper that men wrote, or does it come from something a little higher than that? Well, the if you go to the very root of the Constitution, it supposedly was the thoughts of godly men who wrote the Constitution. Therefore, you can argue that their religious beliefs led them to write the Constitution. Do you feel like, uh, if you believe that rights come from the Constitution, do you feel as though rights uh, did not exist prior to the U.S. Constitution? That's a good question. Um... I guess you're asking me to be a philosopher at this point. I don't think I'm a very good one. It's an uh, honest answer. How about this question? Do you believe that uh, people outside of the jurisdiction, so-called, of the United States do not have rights? Uh, in some countries. Yeah, see, you've got a really screwed up uh, idea of what rights are. Well, he's, the, those countries don't recognize those rights, but you do believe they actually have the yeah. rights. You think that people yeah. in Iran can write whatever they want yeah. in a newspaper or possess a gun because that's what God gave them the right to do, right? Okay. Okay. So, well, in that case, by Mark's rephrasing of that, it sounds like you do support rights. But let's get into a little more detail on what exactly rights are. I don't believe in a a a God that hands down things from on on high. I'm not a a monotheist. I'm a I'm a pantheist. Uh, But I believe that rights are an idea that uh, people have come to because it's beneficial. It's mutually beneficial for the uh, the concept of rights to exist. Otherwise, you know, we'd all just go around destroying things and and hurting each other. But we realized as human beings that it's best when we. 
cooperate. Uh, we can live longer, we can live happier lives and uh, more fruitful and fulfilling lives if we cooperate with one another. And so the idea of rights was, uh, was created in order to help propagate the species, in order to help propagate happiness and, and you know, wonder of, uh, of humanity spreading throughout the globe. Yeah. It's an ability that we have, so why not use it for the better? It is, uh, and it's a mutually beneficial idea that when everyone agrees to it, it works really, really well. Yeah. And, of course, we've seen as the government, you know, plenty of examples of these people calling themselves government. They're just men and women. They don't respect the ideas of rights. They talk about it. They put it in their constitution. They act as though that they're supposed to respect the ideas. That's what they, you know, they pander to that concept. But they don't, in point of fact, actually respect it. Because if they did respect rights, they would respect one of the most primary rights, which is your right to you. Your right to choose you and what you do with you, whether it's eating those hamburgers or smoking a joint or drinking some alcohol or whatever, you know, touching yourself, whatever it is you want to having sex with somebody else of a consenting adult. There are all kinds of things that you get to choose. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are, you know, moderation, good slash bad, whatever. You get to make these choices and shouldn't you be able to make those choices regardless of what someone in a robe or someone in a funny hat or somebody calling themselves a legislator has to say about it well what you're saying to me in my simple mind then says that there shouldn't be any government well i think the government uh, i think the government has to exist because people govern themselves and they're always going to want protection from other people so people are going to bind together in whatever way they bind together what i'm against is a big government telling you how you have to live your life and if uh, you know and i'm willing to take steps towards freedom i'm going to take steps there i'm not saying hey let's dissolve the government it has exists today but i do think that the government as it exists today is an unjust organization wouldn't you agree with that on the for the biggest part yeah Yep, Thanks for the call tonight, Tim. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I mean, if there was such a thing as a government that actually respected rights, like consistently, and that was their only job was to protect your rights, and that they wouldn't protect those rights by violating them as this current government does, because the, the sales pitch with government is, well, they're here to keep you safe and protect your rights, but in order to so-called protect you, which of course we've already proven that they don't do that, yeah. they protect themselves, but in theory, in order to protect you, the way the government is currently set up, they have to violate your rights by threatening you with violence if you don't want to pay for their protection services, which are supposedly so valuable. Well, that, and they have to treat everybody like a suspect if they're not part of the government. It's like if you aren't in, you're out. Mm-hmm. One of them or us, etc. So 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And really, when we're talking about freedom and various different issues on this show, and we propose ideas that have to do with getting the government out of things and replacing them with the marketplace, the idea is we want to move towards a society where rights are actually respected. That's not radical, is it? It's not radical to suggest that you have the right to the fruits of your labor, that when you go out and you provide a product or service for somebody, that you should have the right to keep 100% of everything that you earn, and then you have the right to decide how to spend, save, or give away that money? Is that radical to suggest? I think it's radical that we still have to defend these things anymore. It's radical in that it's a it's a high level deviation from what we are used to. It mm-hmm. is a de- deva- from deviation is. from the the status quo. Mm-hmm. But what people need to understand the status status quo has come from was slavery. Essentially, uh, you know, five thousand years of, of agrarian culture have result had resulted in people 
acting like they owned other people, whether those people were governments or slaveholders or whatever they were. They acted like they owned other people. And this is this, uh, you know, trickled down to kings acting like they own serfs and vassals and that kind of thing. And now it's trickled down to, well, the majority of people believe that they own the minority of people because that's they can tell other folks what to do. Well, one of the things you still have the right to do is put some nicotine in your body. Yeah, as a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors, no smoke. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL to get 5% off. VaporStation.com. Hour 3 is coming up. Plenty of time for your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Free time. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online, of course, at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features for free. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their websites. We'll give you more for free, likely, than they'll even charge you for. Go and find out for yourself at freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And we'll continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's go to Kevin, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Um, Everything you're talking about, I've come to the conclusion after listening for the last three months, is that everything is in regards to the status quo. In other words, when it comes to pot, which should be legalized, or if we're talking about whether we should carry a gun or not, or if you know, why should I pay for your kid's education? It all comes down to that's the status quo, the people in power, and I totally agree with the comment that it basically enslaves everyone. We give 50% of our wages, and we're able to, quote, be free. Hmm. And so that's what we – but we've allowed it to happen. Yep. I, can walk, I can walk in the streets of Wyoming, carry a gun, no problem. I can go to certain parts of the country, smoke pot if I want. I don't. But if they legalize pot, it would sure solve a lot of problems. But they're not going to because people in charge would lose money. Yeah, they sure yeah. well, they sure would. Well, of course, the people who support legalization would point out they'd actually end up with greater budgets because uh, they could tax it. Not that I support those proposals, uh, but in theory, they could have more. Although the police departments would certainly be without uh, a lot of their cash. There's no doubt. Can I make that. a quick statement? Can I make a quick statement regarding that? Again, as part of the cottage industry, if you bust somebody for pot. Not only does the, the court system able to uh, confiscate all of their property, yeah. but then you have the this, they have to go to school, they have to go to classes, they have to do this. Every yep. there are so many cottage industries associated with the bust. It make it so much simpler to tax it and make money. You know, prohibition didn't work. Al Capone became a wealthy, wealthy person off of prostitution, 
off of gambling and off of uh, uh, liquor, etc. So, uh, I mean, it just it's just so easy. But again, somebody would lose a lot of money, the powers that be. No doubt. No doubt about it. Is that the point you wanted to make tonight? That is, that's absolutely the point. And it also goes back to when I, I've called a couple times about our court systems in the small towns, etc. It's another way to perpetuate the way to enslave us. And, and it's a cash cow. And a cash cow. They, they're yeah. raking yeah. in cash, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every single day from mostly poor victims of people that have been uh, arrested. And I say victims like they're victims of the state. Uh, they're victims of the aggression of the uh, the state government people. And, and it's just right here in Keene, New Hampshire, they'll charge you $420 for pot, for pot possession. It's like a huge joke. It's crazy. And I, I, I tried to make a point the other day, and I, I don't know how people misinterpret it, but I'll tell you again real quick. You have a person that's not from this country. They do not have a driver's license. They do not have insurance on the car. They're arrested. They go to court in the small towns, and the small towns say, okay, uh, we're going to suspend your license, which you don't have, but we're going char- to charge you $1,000 this time. The next time they're caught, it's $2,000. The next time they're caught, it's $3,000, yep. $4,000. It's incremental. And finally, after the fifth or sixth time, well, I think we're going to deport you. Because, because the news stations show up and say, hey, why are you giving this guy five, you know, why are you taking all the money from him? Because that's what, what it's all about, right? And <laughs> they're going to pay the money. money because they want to stay in the country. But, but I can tell you, mistake, it's, it's like that at not just the small towns. It's like that in the big cities as well. And thanks for the call tonight, Kevin. I appreciate hearing from you. The court system is a scam from, uh, for the most part from top to bottom. Really, it just, for the yeah. most part, it exists to separate people from their money. Yeah, now and then there's actually a real case that they have to hear with a real criminal. So there's some level of legitimacy to their operations, but the bulk of their cases are, like he said, you know, people with some sort of traffic violation or, uh, you know, or some kind of uh, pot possession case or whatever. Yeah, and it's all such a joke now. It's just a game. Like, I had a court date recently, and I, I'm sure, like... The if one I, with the trial? Yeah. I, I'm sure I could have gone through and, like, picked apart some legal basis and maybe gotten off on some technicality, because that's all it is. It's, it's playing a game with words and whatnot, but they're just much better at it. And so it's that's... Their job. It's their words. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so right. that's why I didn't even bother going that route and just tried to do the moral stance. But I, th- I, had a re- I had a lot of respect for the stance that you took in your yeah. case. And people can see Meg's trial if you want to go and see that. You can look... I don't know what it's called on freekeen.com, <laughs> but I did put it over at freekeen.com. Yeah. So it's there. Just search for Meg and trial. It'll probably come up. But it's just... It's so impossible because it's just a game. That's all it is. It's a word game. Right. And they wrote all the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they the interpret the rules. Yeah. So... You're going to lose. And it's their, right, and mark me at that point, it's their language. Legalese is not the same as, as English. Go pick up a law dictionary and see if you can understand it. Even with the dictionary, it gets very, it's very difficult. Yeah, the, 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 the legal system calls a person uh, a corporation or right. you know, an, an entity or whatever. I mean, a person so, means a flesh and blood human being and a file folder. Right, <laughs> a piece of paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else could be a person, but uh, you know, they, they file uh, lawsuits against houses, lawsuits against people's property. I mean, how can these things represent? present themselves how can you file a lawsuit against a, a structure uh it's it's strange 
But Let's, the caller made some point that uh, our show is about the status quo, and I'm not sure that I entirely agree with that. Um, you know, I guess what well, we my, do talk about what is, but we also talk about what should be. Right. Well, well you know, the, the suggestion is that uh, I, what I thought I, what I was hearing, and I, I guess you didn't hear it because you didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to, to jump in with the guy, but you didn't uh, confront it at all. But the suggestion is, is that if if it's done this way, that it must be being done wrong. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that if uh, that one needs to look at the way things are being done at all times and and then decide what the best way to do it. And if there's an organization out there that's preventing you from doing things in the most expeditious fashion, perhaps that organization is evil. Let's continue with your phone calls. Bob is listening in Norfolk, Virginia to WTAR. Hello, Bob. Hey, good evening. I just have a couple of comments and questions, I guess, and then maybe I'll get off the air and, sure. and, and listen to you on the radio, but, I, you know, it sounds like your argument in some ways is a little bit hypocritical, and I'll explain what I mean. I would love to hear that. I don't think, well, okay, I, I don't think you're saying you're totally against government and laws, right? No, I'm in favor uh, of self-government, and I'm in favor of uh, the idea that private people can create whatever private rules they want to for their private okay. property. But, but you don't believe that a group of people in a society can get together and establish laws that they all agree to? Sure, if I absolutely believe that. If 100% of people agree, then yeah, absolutely, so I support that. Only if it's, it's, it has to be 100%? Is well, that what you have saying? to give people the option to not participate if they don't want to. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad you said that because now I'm going to make my – I was going to make my point, but you, you, you enabled me to make it better. One, one more, po- one more thing before you do that is yeah. the exception being, of course – when the rules have to do with violence and the yeah. aggression against others. It doesn't matter right. if 100% of people, agree, you know, if, if there's 1% right. of people that say they should be able to murder somebody, I don't care about well, that because then you're talking about violating yeah. someone's rights. Right, well, well, I understand. Okay, but, but earlier, you t- when the caller said about the drugs, and he was against drugs, but he wasn't against the Second Amendment, and you said, well, you know, you should have the, you have the God-given right to use drugs at your body. You have the God-given right to eat cheeseburgers and hamburgers at your body. And you said you have the right to have sex with other, and then you said consenting adults, right? Which, of course, I agree with. Now, who's to say who's a consenting adult and who isn't? You know, you're right. You you caught me on that one. It's a safe road. Consenting adults is just so common. I I use that. Consenting anyone, I think you have the the right to uh, to have sex with. Anybody who wants to consent. I know Mark would disagree with me, though. That could be, that could be, I'm not trying to twist you up, but I'm really trying to understand where you're coming from. Sure. That could be, let's say, a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old girl. If, if you believe if, that they are able to consent to that, then yes. If you don't believe that... Uh, no. Yeah, I, think, I, I absolutely disagree with this, um, and I think that there has to be some kind of uh, some kind of litmus test to which a person becomes an adult. All societies have had adult making ceremonies, and whatever occurs on that, you know, in some cases, thirteen-year-old girls have been given to some guy to uh, go hump with, and or young boys have been have killed their first deer or whatever. All societies have had adult. Uh, you know, litmus test. As far as I'm concerned, I you're think that there needs to be one. We can come back and talk more about this. If you want to stick with us, Bob, you're welcome to, to continue with your thoughts uh, at 800-259-9231 because I don't think I've made this quite clear yet. I think that as soon as you're ready to be an adult and you start making adult decisions like having sex. As long as you have the adult consequences. Right. You will have consequences from having sex. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. 
Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You can watch via the webcam if you'd like. Cam.freetalklive.com is where you can go for that. You can watch and listen and interact because our chat room is built into the same page. So if you'd like, you can chat with other Free Talk Live listeners at the same time as uh, watching the program over at cam.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable for other business. So if you have a business, you need to try something new in the area of collections. They also handle early out billing and they purchase charged off receivables you can find their banner at freetalklive.com it's top one on the right hand side of the page the principal over there jason osborne big supporter of free talk live big supporter of liberty and you should be a big supporter of him all right so we continue taking your phone calls here last caller dropped off the line uh, during the break had called to ask uh, you know what is a fairly tough question for uh, liberty-minded yeah, people this is, as far as i'm concerned this is the question that goes to the heart of the the, the the biggest chink in the liberty armor which is at what age does a person become able to make a decision and i think that that age changes for the decision i think that if the question is how old does a person have to be to decide what flavor of popsicle they have that that age is relatively low um, in my son's case, he doesn't even get to choose that. We have uh, special fruit sickles that we get at the, uh, the the store that are made with like organic uh, juice and stuff like that. He doesn't even get. He doesn't even know what a popsicle is. Hmm. Um, he's three years old, so he doesn't get to make that decision. He doesn't have the. I'm going to corrupt him with a popsicle. The information. <laughs> Believe me, if you corrupt him with a popsicle, I'll be fine. It's the other stuff that you might corrupt him with that scares the crap out of me. Um, but. As the case may be. Daddy won't let you choose between orange and green. So, but, you know, I think that these these decisions change over time. And I, you know, for, for one, I do think that people should be able to make choices about sex at ages often lower than what society decides. But I I'm I'm very uncomfortable with the idea of people making. Of course you are. I mean, the, the idea of young people having sex has been forbidden for so long. Again, here we are talking about the status quo, uh, that it that it makes people uncomfortable. And I'm not saying that I, I'm entirely comfortable with the idea myself. However, I do know what my personal experiences have been and that I believe that I was able to make choices like that when I was a younger person. I think that younger people are not as informed as perhaps they could be uh, when making those choices. But that doesn't mean just because you're making an uninformed choice doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to make choices and so let's continue though with uh, with your phone calls and thoughts let's go to michael listening in norfolk to wtar michael you're on free talk live uh hello hello the um the first experiment in self-government uh, took place in the garden of eden uh, as far as we know in history uh they only had one rule they were not to eat of the fruit of the tree of experimentation the knowledge of good uh, and evil yeah 
Yeah, experimentation. Okay. So uh, they broke that rule. They got kicked out of the garden, and then they were told um, if they uh, they went further in uh, in breaking rules, uh, new rules that were set up, they they and their progeny would be uh, kicked off the earth. That took place under Noah, with only eight people left. You and I. Are descendants of Noah. Yeah, there's there's really not, no genetic uh, information to back up that statement. None. I mean, well, yes, no yes, scientific. Yes, 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 there is, and no, and we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to present it here. But okay. here's the point. Well, here's the point. Okay, make your Let point. Let me just make the point. Let me just make the point. Make your point. The point. The point is, we are now in the stage of history where we are told that a government is coming that's going to break nations with a rod of iron. It's going to put down lawlessness. Ian is not going to get to have sex with whoever he wants to. Ian can't uh, have sex with whoever he wants to anyway. <laughs> Believe me, he You're, can't. And he was so worried about that, too. And your wife is not going to get to do it. My wife? Uh, with, who, with whoever she wants to. She already and those who won't And those who won't uh, uh, abide by the law will be wiped off the earth. Now that's Are you talking telling. about May, uh, May 21st? Ooh, yeah, rapture's coming. No, no, no. No? Okay. no, no the no, rapture's no. coming on the May 21st. Thought, you're not one of those? At 6 p.m. Those, those, those are not cases. Those are not cases. Hey, I, wanna, I got a question for you. Let's say that um, yeah. on my kitchen floor, I put about an, a bunch of uh, little little uh, handfuls of hamburger, and in one of those hamburgers, I hide some rat poison, and then I let my dog into the house. Am I a nutcase? Are you a nutcase? Yeah. Well, something. Am I a jerk? Am I a homicidal maniac? Well, well, here's the point. Uh, in the New Jerusalem, what, no wait a minute. That's not a responsive answer. Your point. It's not even an active response to what I'm saying. You, you made an. Uh, you made a point. Now, Mark had a question for you. So, if you'd like to have a conversation, okay. we can do that. Now, please answer Mark's question. Do you recall what it was? Yeah, he said, "Is he a nutcase for putting poison in part of the part of the uh, hamburger?" Yeah, and letting the dog in. Well, from his perspective, if he if he loves the dog, uh, he is a nutcase. So he God doesn't love, love people. He has a nutty love. But so, from 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 the from the standpoint of an intelligent being, not a dog, an intelligent being. Sir, I uh, take insult makes, to that. Uh, I've seen some very intelligent dogs in my time. Yeah, I've seen some oh, dogs yeah, real dog smarter than people awesome. I know. So, well, first of all. First of all, the forbidden fruit was not was not put in as deliberate poison. Why forbidden was it put there? Was... I mean, God controls the universe. Are you telling me that the 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 tree, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is in fact more powerful than God? Uh, God Himself said that He has eaten of this fruit, and that when the when the man and woman ate of that fruit, their eyes were open and they. But became why? Why did He God. put it there? He built Eden, right? But because he wanted Did to he teach, build Eden? He, because he wanted to teach your parents. Yes, he built Eden. Mm-hmm. He wanted to teach your parents how to teach you. And what he taught them is this. You, when you have the God of the universe telling you how to succeed, you're a fool if you don't pay attention to him. And he learned a lesson. Adam and Eve learned a lesson, and we're learning that lesson now. We are going to have a lawful society, not a 
lawless society. It's coming to this world. And those who won't abide by the laws will be wiped out like Mark's dog. So you're saying <laughs> that because God has the moral right to wipe out his creations, that uh, people have the moral right to rule over other people? Uh they they receive that right by virtue of God giving it. Did to Hitler them. Give, did God it. give Hitler the right to rule over people? Yes. No, no, he didn't give Hitler. How the How did right Hitler to not get the right, but other governments do have the right? Yeah, you have you have the right to rule by certain rules. You don't rule by Which your rules own are rules. those. Which Those rules are, are God's God. rules? Didn't God, isn't slavery mentioned in the Bible? Didn't God give rules on how to own people? I mean, for God's sake, if God has rules on how to own people, surely Hitler can be, uh, you know, one of God's uh, minions upon earth. Michael, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But remember those... May 21st, people, they're the crazy ones. Mm. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control. Bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a 30-second edition of Verbal Surgery. I'm your verbal surgeon, Tim A. Cummins, here to radiate your brain for maximum gain. And let me tell you, my friends, get on to the verbalsurgery.com train. Come check it out. Listen to this podcast, and you will feel better right now because you are awesome. Looking forward to seeing you at verbalsurgery.com. Take it easy, baby. Awesome. Talk Live. You can call in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. Dial in at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. You can also join us in person at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is coming up June 20th through the 26th, just over a month from today. About five weeks, I think, is what we've got remaining. And that's pretty exciting because Porkfest is a great time. It's hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people coming together and enjoying each other's company. And it's nice being around liberty-minded people because then you get to talk about all the subtleties of the ideas of liberty, like age of consent and like you know what, where certain lines should be drawn versus not. But in general, most of these people agree with the the general concept that. Well, the government is way too uh, intrusive, oppressive, expensive, etc. and needs to be slashed way, way back. Yeah. And uh, usually they disagree on whether it should be slashed back to 1% or 0%. And you know, there's there's a lot of disagreements in between that 1% and 0%. Uh, but uh, generally they get along pretty well. It's a good time. Uh, hundreds of people camping out in the woods uh, in Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Absolutely splendid scenery. And it's really, though, the reason you want, you want to go is to, to meet the people. To so meet a lot of the names and the, the, the folks, the personalities that you hear on this program. In fact, our friends uh, Damo and Pete from LibertyOnTour.com, they have taken off on their Free State Friendship Tour as they are going to tour around New Hampshire here over the next uh, four or five weeks prior to Porkfest and then wrap things up. At uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, you get to meet folks like that and uh, other people that, uh, they, again, you hear about doing the activism up here that sounds so fantastic, that sounds so unbelievable. Some people actually have told us that they don't believe it's, it's real, that they don't believe that, uh, mm-hmm. that this is actually happening, that there are actually hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people who have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. 
But it is true, and it is real, and it is happening, and that's why all three of us are here tonight, because uh, none of us, you know, Meg, we didn't know you before the Free yeah. State Project, but now we've been living here for years, and uh, more people are coming every single year. Every month, new people are moving in here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and the Porcupine Freedom Festival gives you the chance to experience New Hampshire with a whole lot of other so-called porcupines, that's the mascot for the Free State Project, a bunch of other Liberty Lovers all together in the same place. There are also tours that will be happening around the state of New Hampshire to give you the opportunity to see more than just the campground. Uh, and lots of activities and parties and family fun events happening on the campground itself. So go to Porkfest.com to get registered. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, Porkfest.com. Looking forward to seeing you there. Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live throughout the event. And we continue with you and your phone calls. Go to Marcus, listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Marcus, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, i got a friend. He claims he's, uh, he works for a rich, uh, elite Illuminati worker. And he claims... Uh, they're going to be out of here May 21st anyway. And if, you, uh, if you're not saved, uh, sanctified, well, you, uh, he's not already in the his bank and gave away everything. For real? And, so uh, you actually have a co-worker who has cleaned out his bank account wow. in preparation oh, yeah. f- for May 21st? Oh, yeah. he's, he's passing out all his possessions, gave his car away. and uh, Oh, wow. man, I want to find yeah. these people. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he gave it to somebody who would give it back on May the 22nd. He claims he works for a uh, Illuminati uh, elite worker. I mean, he well, that's, an, that's an unbelievable take, claim he, right they there. They take care of him. And he, he also claims that they're going to, uh, eventually it's going to be a police state. And, uh, oh, it's a police state right now. It's there. And, uh, uh, the, the TVs they got, they're going to also have some kind of camera in it, the new TVs where they can see in your house. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a paranoid camera. conspiracy theory. You know, so but I, I understand why people are paranoid, because the police state would love to have something yeah. like that. I mean, it may be they coming. Claim they it, it's cut down, uh, the gun shops, they're going to close. Uh, people at the gun shops, they're going to uh, eventually uh, uh, come to your house, take your guns away. That's what he, that's what he tells me. So Marcus, do you, do you believe that the, the you know, May 21st is going to be the rapture? I mean, that's for those that don't know, uh, we're kind of referencing it as though everybody knows. Uh, there apparently are people that so are putting up... To the Bible, According to the Bible, that no man knows the day of the hour. Yeah, that's what I've always, uh, you know, even if, uh, even if you b- believe you're a fundamentalist Christian, the idea that people can predict the day or even the year that that's going to happen always seems ludicrous to me because the Bible's clear: no man knows well, he, the day or the hour. He's supposed to be calling you. He's already gave me two hundred dollars already. He's supposed to be calling you guys. Hell yeah, man! I'm going to send him to the <laughs> amp page. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. You're going to get rapture money. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Amp You can make a one time contribution. You're not going to need the amp perks because the amp program we have these perks that we give people like you know special access to phone lines and and a few other things. But you're not going to need that if you believe in this whole May twenty first thing. You can just clean out your bank account uh and send it uh, send it to free talk live it'll be it's great so horrible. don't tell people to do that it's uh <laughs> as i understand this may 21st thing is even better because the guy in charge now uh, this is all secondhand stuff i haven't researched it thoroughly but this is really good stuff apparently he was asked at what time it would occur and it's 6 p.m and then eastern? he was eastern 
Eastern. Well, no, no. See, that's the question, right? Like, that's the next person. He didn't come up with that answer. He says, well, it's rolling. It'll start in uh, oh, really? the Far so by East the time at 6 zones, p.m. Huh? Right. So it'll hit 6 p.m. in every time zone. So it's a rolling rapture. Uh, so you'll see people shooting off of the Earth, uh, you know, per time zone. So it's, it's very interesting. So I, I guess when you get the it. news that Japan or, you know, whatever. I mean, there's 18 UTC, time zones be the, before uh, us. Greenwich Mean Time, right? Once they go out. No, no. This is a rolling time zone. I'm no, telling no, no, you. But, but wouldn't Greenwich be the first to go? Why would Greenwich? No, Greenwich Mean Time is not the first to go. They would be, uh, it's out in the, the Pacific Ocean. The land of the rising sun is Japan. Huh. Greenwich Mean Time but, is in London. Hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, so they, you'd find out as these places, you know, either the news stopped being reported or the news was being reported. The rapture is occurring in Japan. A few Christians have shot off of the island or whatever. <laughs> Holes appear in people's ceilings. <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff. Then, you know, oh, Jesus Christ, you are my yeah, personal just, Lord yeah. and Savior. Please come into my life and take good care of me for the next 16 hours. So it's plenty of time to, uh, to, to get in there last second. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're going to want to know that unless you're in the first time zone in which case then you're SLL yeah. Right? yeah yep i you know sorry to sorry to all those uh, pacific islanders that happen to be at the international dateline i heard they're uh, changing what was it samoan yeah or? samoa has just moved from the international dateline from uh, yesterday to today or whatever so they have cho- chosen to go from the first time zone to the last one i wonder if god's going to recognize that or if god uses some old uh, system yeah. of uh, designation you know i would love to have one of these rapture believers actually call in and talk about this because we did find the website uh, i think it was family radio or something they had a re- oh yeah like, they had a really good url uh, that was easy <laughs> to uh, to remember but oh gosh what was it yeah, i think it was family it just radio. yeah familyradio.com it's it so it. crazy you just want to insert the I, I just i just imagine inserting the flying spaghetti monster every time they talk about god yeah. because it's so insane the ideas that they talk about i mean the, a rolling rapture you're gonna believe <laughs> this guy you're gonna give away all your stuff because this guy who was wrong in 1993 about the rapture has predicted another one mm-hmm well, and then for the next, what is it, five months, everybody left behind is just going to experience the most torturous conditions ever. So, is that right? Because doesn't the, right, the world is supposed to end uh, supposedly on in October? October 22nd mm-hmm. or 1st or whatever. Yeah, it's it's complicated, this, uh, you know, the way, even the way uh, Revelations talks about it. There's supposed to be a, a thousand year kingdom and then Satan is unbound again and runs rampant around the earth again. And then God finally takes him and tosses him into the lake of fire, which apparently many people believe that he does with his own children, uh, which I think to be absolutely insane. Because <laughs> he loves you. Because he loves you. Yeah. <laughs> you will burn because he loves you. I, you know, I, I, the idea that you would take your kids and throw them into an eternal <laughs> lake of fire is kind of like me teaching my son how to not touch the stove, right. the hot stove. By throwing him in a campfire. By yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> tossing him in it or, or you know, no, you cutting his have... fingers off with tin snips. I mean, <laughs> now you won't burn yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ever. this is how somebody who loves their child treats them? No. Yeah. I mean, you get one man. lifetime to figure out. What's right and what's wrong, and and you know that God was true. Yeah, that but he the, works what, in mysterious ways. Yeah, mysterious he does. Ways. Mysterious, disgusting, evil ways. These people that believe in this yeah. this kind of God. I don't. I believe in God. My God is not criminally insane. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Yeah. If you believe that God loves you, then the whole Lake of Fire thing just doesn't seem like it would apply. It's sure nice when you think about like Hitler and Osama bin Laden, though, isn't it? There's more coming up here at 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Mark's shaking his head. He's like, no way. We're talking about God. There's some... Yeah. There's no way. I mean, we've got two callers on the line here. Um, yeah, it's not going to happen. And it always happens on Tuesday yeah, nights, doesn't no, it? No, it's a Monday. Oh, that's right. They it's just whatever's just next here. for me. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I, I I judge my days of the week by what co-host is here. So Meg's here. It must be Tuesday. Oh, wait. I asked Meg to come in on Monday. No, it's actually Monday. I was here last night, too. Oh, that's right. You did the Sunday, the uh, internet-only Sunday edition, which people can download at freetalklive.com. Uh, so yeah, visit freetalklive.com. If you want to support the show, go to promote.freetalklive.com, and you'll get a whole list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live into more people's ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com as we go to... The phones and the fun. Luther's in California. Luther, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hey there. Nice, nice to talk to you guys. Welcome, uh, sir. Go ahead uh, with let, your me just start, let me just start by saying that the age of consent laws should be abolished right along with the IRS, income tax, Federal Reserve, and the Department of Education. It's just another way that the government uses to control our lives and especially control the way our children are raised in our country and to uh, uh, control the kind of information that they receive. Yeah, it should be up to parents to educate their kids appropriately to whatever they feel is exactly. appropriate to as far as their exactly. kids and, and sex is concerned and making decisions. Exactly. And it, specifically with sex, it's, it's, it's been our biological imperative to have sex since at least the onset of puberty. But for some yeah. people, even before then. And back in the long time ago, uh, Boy, people this is at, the shaky, shaky, thin ice of liberty here. Pe- I guess. People <laughs> at the age of puberty were getting married uh, not too long ago, so, it's oh, well, not so right. that's happening exactly. in in some uh, Islamic countries. They'll they'll marry girls off as young as nine and eight and yeah. things like that. And I I've yep. got to say that sounds like uh, that sounds like slavery to me. It sure does. It's controlled marriage, but that's but we have a very we have there's a different side of this though that, that many people are unaware of. And it's the underground human trafficking industry. And there's a very good book on the subject called The Natasha's Inside the New Global Sex Trade. And for right now, we'll just call them the Illuminati. But there are various, uh, about a handful of uh, very low-key um, but extremely powerful mafia organizations that are involved in this trafficking industry. And they actually kidnap uh, uh, young girls, uh, some of them children and, and teenagers, most of them. Um, and then they, they, they get them out of orphanages in, the, in, uh, in Ukraine and other mm-hmm. places, and then they, uh, they actually, or they'll just pick them right off the street and force them into a vehicle. They um, force them, this is basically happens. They take them, um, put them in a room, uh, they lock them in there, they feed them one meal a day, they are raped and beaten and tortured with cigarette, cigarette butts, and if they get out of line, they, they, uh, they'll, they'll kill them, savagely. 
And yeah. they'll do it in front of others. And the reason a, for this is because sex with people who are under the age of 18 is prohibited, and therefore yeah. those girls cannot offer services uh, in the open marketplace, and it must be done in the black market, which brings in violence and really significant danger. I think you're taking and exactly. greater danger exactly. of STDs and all that. I think that. you're taking a, a going further, out on a limb here. I think exactly. that uh, if you legalize sex, uh, if you legalize prostitution for people over the age of 18, that they would be able to service the market that is looking... Do you looking- think that's true, uh, that, that claim, Luther, that Mark's making? Well, I... I I am fully against slavery, and so I don't believe, I believe that, you know, I believe in free markets, but that should never include human beings. You should not be able to own human beings, no matter what, because, because slavery is wrong. It's just but Mark's claim, but Mark's claim is that uh, if if it were legal to have sex with people uh, for money, if if prostitution were legal for, for people over the age of eighteen or for adults, that that would eliminate any demand for the underage uh, sex market. I Not don't believe any demand. I highly disagree with that. Much I think demand. The underage prostitutes are much in demand for obvious reasons, but I think that the control of it. I think the reason. It's uh, the age of consent laws we, we, are so tyrannical is because it it, it gives a uh, it makes the, uh, the the black market more um, profitable. It makes the it makes the uh, it makes it more of a taboo issue, and so their 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 clients pay more higher prices for the uh, the, the services that are illegal. Anytime something is forbidden, there will be seekers of it. And thank you for the call exactly. uh, tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, let's continue here with your calls. And of course, whenever anything is prohibited, it becomes far more dangerous yeah, for those seekers. you can't stop anything just by saying don't do it. It let's doesn't work. Let's continue here and talk to, I believe we've got Andy listening at Virginia Beach to WTAR. Andy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Megan Mark. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. Uh, okay, well, look, you've, been, you've talked about this several times when I turned into your show, and it, it just really bugs me. I remember Mark's analogy with the dog and putting poison in the hamburger on the floor. I think that's a really simplistic way to say, um, oh, yeah, basically, if you love someone, you should never let anything bad ever happen to them. And I think that's just a really skewed view of love. And I Do don't you think, think that's that, really... no, 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 like anything bad isn't the same as hell? Do you understand that hell's the worst thing that could ever be like you're, you're it's not just letting something happen in fire for the rest of eternity right and hell isn't just letting something happen that's the intention right. of god saying, created hell and then he created the rules by which i live then he created the bible which i'm supposed to believe he wrote it by men and i'm just supposed to accept that that's true why wouldn't i believe the other religious documents that are written by men uh, well, what you're missing to to include in this is that men choose their actions. God didn't create hell and then say, you must go there. He created hell. He also created heaven. That way he could give man the opportunity to come, show his faith. How do you know that? Ed- Why isn't it one of those other religious documents? Oh, stop it. How do you know anything religious? Just because you don't follow a document written by quote-unquote men doesn't mean that your religion is all of a sudden superior to someone who actually I don't believe it is. I'm not sending I'm not threatening anybody with eternal hell, dude. See, when I say you can do what religion entail at all. What's that? I mean your your religion religion is ah, do good, but if you don't, nothing's really gonna happen. That's not true. God yeah. doesn't really care what you do. Hell exists on earth as far as I'm concerned. You'll reap the rewards of what you do. If you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. That's my religion. You 
just have described hell. No, I haven't. Yes, you did. No, I'm talking about in real life. That's what's going to happen. If you punch somebody in the nose, they're liable to punch you back. Right, and then usually once you're done doing the bad things, if you change your life and start doing good things again, the bad things tend you to can be redeemed. Away. You don't have an eternity of burning in flames. The idea so you that you have, would... would well, then question number one is what happens after this life? If you believe there's nothing, then there's really no use for religion at all. If you believe that there's something, and if you think that something is in any way linked to your actions in this life, then you have to believe in some sort of... I like, uh, here's my explanation, and thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I like the explanation that the gentleman gave on uh, the freeconquered.org video, the man who was uh, being persecuted for using medical cannabis. He had a near-death experience that other people have had this experience as well. I think it's very interesting, where... You've heard people talking about how their whole life flashes in front of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a, a this kind of like that, except it's your life through the eyes of others. So, in the feelings of others. So, you get to experience your life as others experienced you. So, all the people that you hurt, you get to feel every bit of pain that those people felt. All the people you made feel happy and good, you get to feel all the joy and the, the wonder that they felt. And that's kind of your little re, your life rewind after, after mm-hmm. it ends. What happens to uh, beyond that, I don't know. Your soul goes back out into the, the, uh, the multiverse or whatever, and then who knows from that point. I've on. actually heard scientific uh, explanations for that near-death experience where the, uh, the things that affected you most in life, the things that you did that hurt people or that made them happy are, you know, internalized in, in the recesses of your memory. And so when your brain sort of restarts after a near-death experience, those are the first things that come to your mind because that's like the most inner, uh, I guess, monologue you have going on is those experiences. But doesn't that seem just to you that you would experience yeah. what others experienced of you? I'm not going to, uh, you know, I don't know what happens after you die. I suspect that if there's a loving God out there that he's, uh, you know, that that he's going to have, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I expect things to be good because I've lived the best life I can. What I don't expect is to be sent to an eternal damnation because I refuse to believe one thing. Some chicken scratch. It was I down. refuse to believe that God came in the flesh and died on the cross for my sins. I could be the best person around, do the best stuff, and I gotta go to hell for that. That's what I don't believe. Let's talk to Russ listening in New Hampshire to XM Satellite Radio's America's hey. Talk. Hello, Russ. Hey, guys. Hey, um, we're short on time. You're, thank you, dude. Um, we're short on time. Yeah, so go first, quick. Off, dude, first off, dude, you're not going to hell because there is no hell for humans, only the devil and, and the fallen angels. But anyway, for that. listen to this. Uh, you talked about the Whiskey Rebellion. Guy, it had nothing to do with transporting grain and paying taxes on that. It had to do with these people were in the frontier. They were homesteaders. Yeah. They didn't have stores. They didn't have markets. They, didn't have, they did everything for themselves. They slaughtered their own animals. They grew their own corn. They made their own furniture. So their currency was that liquor. You can't pay taxes on goods when your currency is liquor. Interesting point. About. If you want to tell us more, call us tomorrow night and call right at the, the top of the show at 7 o'clock Eastern. I know you guys don't start on XM until uh, 9 o'clock Eastern. It says here the name of the uh, uprising comes from a 19, 1791 excise tax on whiskey that was a central grievance of the West. We're back tomorrow know. night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.